Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, this is Anita Powell, and this is Black Menopause and Beyond. Within today's show, I'm going to talk about being a strong black woman going through the menopause. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, being a strong black woman is something that I do instinctively. I'm, I'm aware that I'm, I do it. I'm, a, I'm aware that I, I do it. And one, to be honest, I'm not aware. Being a strong black woman is a subconscious thing. I don't think black females are born into the world and all of a sudden somebody waves a wand and they become strong black women. I think society has conditioned the people around us and has conditioned us to believe that if you're a black woman, you should be strong. And partly due to conditioning and also partly due to the fact that, um, in my experience, black women are kind of left to get on with it. On the 18th of October, which is actually um, World uh, Menopause Day, um, I was a speaker at an event talking about black menopause and the topic was and the topic was black menopause I was a panel or I was one of three people who explored the topic of being black and menopausal from our perspective and it just made me think afterwards why are black women very often why are we strong I know there's historical reasons behind it with regards to what happened to us in the past. And I think culturally, it, it's um, an attitude and actions that I think have been carried down from generation to generation that black women have to be strong. I, th- I think that, you know, all the things that have happened in the past, I think that there's still uh, a legacy for women um, to be the nurturer, to be the carer, to be the giver based on hundreds of years of us being enslaved. And I think it has 
left us culturally believing that that's part of who we are. I also think that society neglects our needs because there's a presumption that we are givers, we're not takers. Therefore, they don't need to take care of us. And the conversation around being strong, being black and being menopausal, it's one that I think most black women need to have. For me, when I was doing reading about it and self-reflection, I realised as part of my self-care that I need to re-understand my feelings about being a strong black woman. I'm so used to people relying on me. I'm so used to supporting other people that I struggle to ask for help. And my struggle to ask for help covers many areas, including the menopause. Now, I don't know about you, but even though I know I'm, I'm, you know, I was going through symptoms with regards to a change in my body, but I don't know, I just didn't feel comfortable asking my doctor for help. I kind of hinted, and I still hint now, I put more work into learning about the menopause and um, changing my behaviour um, and taking control. I'm trying to take control of my health healthcare, which you should do anyway, rather than pester and ask the doctors for help. So actually, over the past few years, I've learned loads of things about the menopause. I went from knowing zero to now I can I can talk about all kinds of things around the topic. But I think partly the reason why is because I didn't like or didn't want to ask for help. I, I, I realised that now. I, I didn't realise it before. I didn't want to go to the doctor and say, I feel like this, I feel like that. Can you help me? And it made me think how many other black women don't go to doctors because they do not feel that they have a right to ask for help or don't know how to ask for help. The problem when you're going through the menopause and you're going through change and you have symptoms that have an impact on your well-being and your health is that you need help. You, I, mean, I don't know about you, but I'm tired. <laughs> I'm very tired. Um, and when you're always the giver and never the taker, you do become tired you you become run down and you struggle to do self-care and look after yourself and therefore you actually struggle to look after others so for me and I'm sure for others it's about learning to stop giving and learning to start asking because the menopause as we know can last for, for, for some time symptoms and the wear and tear of the menopause and aging on your body means that actually we do need more support we do need more support from our family our friends you know we as our kids become older we need to learn and i know i need to learn to stop giving and asking for my children to 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 just stop taking and returning to me so for me, the struggle of asking for help is actually a major struggle. And I'm sure many women in my situation, where they're going through a change, a biological change, 
They need some support, some help. But the idea of asking for help is overwhelming and quite daunting. For me, the idea of asking for help actually gives me a certain degree of anxiety. I struggle to kind of... uh, I feel like I've let myself down if I have to ask for help. Um, And I kind of feel that if I ask for help and someone says no, I I think I will feel rejection. I think one of the problems of being a strong black woman, being someone who's very often a giver and not a taker, is that you're so used to just dropping what you're doing to help people. When you need help, you generally only ask for help when you're in dire straits, when you desperately need someone. And you kind of believe, you know what, I've given and given and given and given and given and you've taken and taken and taken and taken. But now I need you to return, you know, the give. And if you don't get it in return, guess what? Very often you feel let down and you feel that maybe, you know, your trust in that person and you question a relationship. But one thing I've learned over the past month or so is actually if you only ever give and give and give and that person's so used to taking that sometimes actually it's not their fault. It's about forming a mutual relationship where there's give and take. So being a strong black woman, being a supportive woman, it's also about letting go and asking for favours, asking for help, not just when you're in dire straits and you need help immediately and you're, you know, at death doors or whatever. You don't do it then. You do it throughout the whole relationship. So the person that's a taker learns to give and learns as well that even though you might be a strong black woman, but they value you when you're strong and they value you when you need help. And that's something that I'm learning and I've been reading up about it and doing loads of self-reflection because I realise now being a strong black woman and being menopausal, it it really affects your ability to have good self-care because you're so used to giving away all your energy, you have no energy to give to you. It's that sometimes others don't, they don't... People aren't mind readers, and sometimes when you're when you're someone who's always a giver, you're always hyper alert for other people's needs. You're always observant about oh, so and so needs this, and so and so needs that. I better call them to check that they've done this, and blah blah blah. And you always do that because you're a giver and you're a supporter. And sometimes when you do it so often, you presume that's just part of nature, and everyone does it. And what I've realised is that not everyone are givers. Not everyone is a giver. Some people are takers. Or some people, they give and take. But there's not always... Not everyone is a mind reader. Not everyone sits there and thinks, Oh, Anita looks tired. Let me um, go and wash the dishes. Let me offer to do something for her let me offer to sort out her her garden people don't think like that I think like that but then I'm an overthinker and I'm a strong black woman and I'm I'm so used to giving um, and not receiving 
that that's just my automatic mindset. But the problem with always giving and not receiving is that you become tired, you become worn down, um, and your needs are not met because you haven't got the capacity to meet your needs because you're so busy meeting the needs of others. So being a strong black woman and being menopausal don't always fit together. Now, if you're like me, there are certain people in my life who automatically, if they have a problem, they knock on my front door or they call me up and they they come to me immediately if there's a problem because they know I will help them. I will drop what I'm doing and I will help. And they know that. But for some reason, I don't always have that relationship in return. So for me, I've had to learn, or I'm learning, that I need to have balance in my relationships because that's key for a healthy relationship Um, and it's also key to reduce emotional burnout and it reduces I think um, resentment because sometimes I resent people because I help them so much and sometimes you just want you you know you help and you help and help and then just once in a while you just want them to kind of be considerate and return some of that and if they don't instinctively do it it can cause resentment between the relationship and possibly damage or end the relationship. Also, one of the things I experience as well is that certain people in my life, if they don't come to me, I also feel like I've let them down. I feel, what have I done wrong? Because people always come to me. So why didn't you come to me? So that's another thing I have to learn as well, that I don't want everyone to come to me. I need to hide a bit more, lock the door, you know, lock the windows and switch my phone off. Um, and that's actually good for my well-being. I also need to learn to not be on default. I need to take care of the whole world. I need to learn that sometimes people need to take care of me as part of the relationship. It's about give, giving and taking. And I think when you're going through the menopause, it's quite stressful. There can be a lot of anxiety, a lot of issues. And that's when you do really need people around you who are willing to give you as well as you give to them. One thing I've learnt is that black women are so used to being givers. Black women are so used to being givers that sometimes we we function as people who don't need much. We function as low maintenance. Um, and it's sometimes a reflection of our childhood. I know it's a reflection of my childhood where um, I was underparented or, you know, under-nurtured as a child, I should say. And I had to take care of my my mother. So certain characteristics developed very early for me and certain parts of my character never really fully developed. I learned to be a giver when I was a child because I used to be virtually a child carer for um, an unwell mother. So for me going forward, one thing I have to learn is self-care. And self-care is I have to learn to ask for help. I have to um, realise that asking for help is not a weakness. And I should ask for help when I need it. Um, Whether it's urgent or whether it's not urgent. It's just part of an everyday relationship. Um, But for me, because I've never really had that type of thing... It's learning for me about the give and the take and also realising it's not a weakness to ask for help. 
because I think when you're a strong woman, you generally feel sometimes it's weak to ask for help. Um, and society just presumes you're an alpha female and therefore you don't need help. And that's one of the other problems. So when you think, oh, I'm struggling with, with 10 bags walking through a door sometimes and, you've, and you see someone and they don't offer to help you because they see you as an alpha woman, they see you as a strong woman, they just see you as someone who does not need help and support. The fear of being a strong woman, especially when you're menopausal, it can run you into the ground. Yeah, menopause is hard work on the body and always taking care of others is also extremely hard work. So for me, I have to learn to help me. Um, and I've got to learn to ask for help and one I think I mentioned earlier that one of the ways I realized that being a strong black woman was affecting me with regards to menopause is I was, I was really reluctant to go to the doctors to ask for help one reason why is because I knew that the doctors would be um, dismissive I knew that doctors didn't really know much about menopause because I'd spoken to other women and um, I knew quite a bit that I wouldn't, I just presumed I wouldn't get much support but I also felt like a failure. So I know for me I did kind of throw myself into like reading up about it and um, trying to work out naturally how to deal with it and doing all this reflection over the past month or so I've realised black women do have a tendency to do natural remedies and um, and things like that and I think that's down to being strong black women we want to take control of our health we don't want to rely on the doctor because we don't trust the doctor um, to provide us with health care and I realize it's part of we need to let go a bit we need to kind of realize that we can't do it all and part of the reason why we do feel so worn out and run down is because we don't ask for help um, and the people around us aren't used to offering us help we don't like to let people in we're so used to being a giver um, that sometimes we also surround ourselves with people who are takers and when you surround yourself with people who are takers sometimes you become resentful but also sometimes the people around you really are good at taking <laughs> and they take you for all that they can take you for so that's something that we also experience a lot and it's something that we also might not even disclose because we think it's a weakness to express that we've been taken by someone we've been exploited because um, also you know that's also part of being a strong black woman is we don't need other people because other people don't necessarily provide or take care of us or, or, or consider our needs um, and sometimes that's a sign of um, historical relationships where it hasn't been great and trust has been broken um, we have a tendency to hide our struggle and our pain. I, I often do. Um, my struggle often appears when um, I'm run down, when I can't hide it anymore, when I'm overwhelmed with just, you know, continually, continually being a strong black woman, not asking for help, doing it all by myself. And I'm sure some can relate to it. I'm a single parent. I don't have um, strong family 
networks with my family. Um, so I spent a lot of time doing it by myself and being a strong black woman because I had no choice. So what I take from this, my reflection really, um, is black women being perceived as being strong black women. It comes from our past, it comes from our present, and to be realistic it's part of our future because that's how people perceive us to be. However, it's not the best thing all the time. It's a mechanism to get through your every day. So, but actually to have healthy relationships, to self-care, to be content and happy, and to have energy to just, just to go out and enjoy yourself, you also need to take care of yourself. You need to say no. You need to put your priorities first. And you sometimes need to understand and address relationships that are too much take and not enough give. And to have an understanding of what those relationships are doing to you. If the relationship's wearing you down because it's too one-sided, you need to step back and understand what the relationship's doing to you and reflect on what can you do that is best for you. Now for me, um, the conversation around asking for help, going to doctors and talking to people about the menopause, I needed to, and I'm learning to, let go and ask people for help and let people in. And, and um, I'm going to spend more time, I think, talking to my doctor because um, I know many, a couple of years ago, when I tried to have a conversation with my doctor, I immediately shut down because the doctor wasn't interested, didn't really give me much information, and I felt vulnerable. So letting people in for me is an obstacle. And when you generally are a strong black woman, it is an obstacle. You keep things to yourself. You don't want to be appear to be weak. Um, so you kind of need to learn to give but also to take and that's the podcast for today being a strong black woman who's menopausal we need to learn to give and to take and to love others as well as love yourself thank you you've come to the end of my podcast i hope you've enjoyed it if you could follow and like my podcast wherever you listen to podcasts it will keep you up to date with my latest releases take care planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.